Today's Nedarm Daf Mem Vav, and we are starting with the new parak on Mem Hey Amud Beis. Says the Mishnah, Hashutfin Shenadur Ana Zemiza. You have partners. Let's say they own the Chatzer jointly, but they were neither Ana one from another. They both are usher to have Ana from each other. So what's the halacha? The Tanakama says, Asurin Likanes Lechatzer. They are not allowed to enter this Chatzer. So they both own this Chatzer jointly, but both of them are not allowed to enter. Why? Because when they enter, this is going according to the sheet of the Tanakama. They're a banan. Rabbi is about to argue. We're going to see, but for now, the Tanakama holds Ein Brera. This is one of the Classic Shasugios of Brera, Yesh Brera, Ein Brera. Tanakama clearly holds here Ein Brera. What does that mean? That we don't have the Brera. We can't say that when you're entering this Chatzar, it's Nizgale to us. Limafreya retroactively it becomes clarified to us that you entered the part of the chutzner that's shaykh only to you. No, we don't say that. And since we're not sure, and maybe you entered your friend's part of the chutzner, and maybe this is your friend's time to use the chutzner, we're going to see different ways of understanding it. But either way, since the Rabbanon here hold, we're going to see her, Blazim Yaakov argues, he's going to say yesh brera, but Rabbanon hold ein brera. We can't just say that it retroactively becomes clarified that you entered your own part of the chutzner and you're not benefiting from your friend. No, you're a mudra enough from your partner, and therefore when you enter the chatzar that you jointly own, maybe you are benefiting from his portion of the chatzar, and therefore the Tanakam says that they are both usr to enter the chatzar because we hold in brera. Again, what's brera? Brera is the fact, do we say that we have clarification like lima freya, retroactive clarification if you want to say. Meaning, do we say that it becomes nisbarer, limma freya, that this part that he just used was shaykh to himself, and it wasn't shaykh to his partner, and therefore he was allowed to use it? Or do we not say that? They're abundant hold ein brera, therefore we don't say that, and therefore they're both going to be also to enter the chatzar. But Yaakov argues, and he says, No, they could each go into their own portion. Basically, what is he saying? Yesh brera. We could say that when he walked into the chatzar, he used his own portion of the chatzar. V'shneim asurim lahamid rechaimit. But even if Rebbe Lezim Yaakov is going to agree, even if Rebbe Yaakov that says, Yesh Brera, he's still going to agree that they're both usher to keep their big things in there. Keep like a Rechaim, a mill, Vitanur, oven, Legadol, Tarnagalim, to keep his chicken coop over there. They both agree that that's going to be usher. Why? Because that's considered something that's a vitur. Normally partners let each other keep these things in a chatzah that they jointly own, but it's not really because it's only shaykh to one of the people, it's more because the other partners mevater to him to let him put it there. But as we learned already, vitor, at least according to this shita, is asr b'mudra'ana, a mudra'ana, someone who's not allowed to have ana from the other one, he's not at least, not even allowed to have a little bit of ana, that's called vitor, when the other one is mevater on a little bit, and therefore these types of things need the vitor, and need the other partner to be mevater for him to leave these things there, therefore it comes out he's benefiting from the other partner when he keeps his big mill or chicken coop or oven in the chatzar, and therefore that's going to be usher. And the mission continues. What if one of them? So the first case we mentioned was where both of them they both were usher from each other. Now the mission says, what if one of them was usher from one of them? The is, he can't enter the chatzar. Now again, this is going shitas tanakama that in brera, so he's not going to be allowed to enter the chatzar because we can't say we don't know that he entered only his part. 
Nakiv argues again because he holds Yesh Beira and he says Yachulu Lemerle. He could say, listen, No, he's allowed to go in because he could just say, listen, I went into my own part of the Chatzar. How do you know that? Because Rabbi Nakiv says Yesh Beira. The Ini meaning I went into my own and I didn't go into your portion of the Chatzar. But you should know, even Rabbi Lazar Yaakov is going to agree, that we force the Neider, Limchar Eschalkai, meaning the one who's not allowed to have Hana, we're going to see why, who made the Neder in the Gemara, but the one who's not allowed to have Hana from the other partner, we force him to sell his Chalik of the Chatzar to the other partner. And the reason for that is because the whole time that they're partners in this chatzar, and one of the partners who's allowed to have enough from the other one is using it regularly, is going in, and the other partner is not allowed to use it, at least according to the Chachamim, he's not allowed to use it at all. According to Blazim Yaakov, he's at least not allowed to use it less because he's not allowed to put his Tanar Rechaim, Vikira, all these things in it, Tanar Gailim, but the other partner can, so we're worried that he might be jealous, that listen, my partner gets to use it, and I don't get to use it, and he might, because of that jealousy, because of that kenna, he might go in, and therefore we're geyser, and we make him sell his chilek. Continues the mission with another case. What if it wasn't two partners in this chatzar that were mudra enough from each other, or one of them from another one, but rather you have two partners that own this chatzar, and there was a random guy from the shuk, from the market, that was a mudra be'echad mehem, that wasn't allowed to have enough from one of these partners, but from the other partner, he was was able to have enough. So the halacha is like the chatzar. Again, according to Tanakama, they hold ein brera, and therefore he's not allowed to go into this chatzar, because maybe you're going to be using the chalik of the partner, you're not allowed to have enough from him. Like he holds always and therefore he could tell the guy he's not allowed to have enough from listen I'm going to this chatzar but I'm not having enough from you I'm going into I'm going into the chilek of the of your friend that I am allowed to have enough that's whose chilek of the chatzar I'm using because Rabbi Lazminakim holds and therefore this works I'm not going in to yours and the added chilek over here is that we say even in regards to someone else again this isn't even one of the partners this is a random guy and we're still going to say that he's using from the partner that he's allowed to use in the Chatzar. Another case in the Mishnah, someone who's a enough from his friend, and the person he's not allowed to have enough from, owns, in this city, he owns a, he has a Besa Merchatz, he has a bathhouse, so Besa Bad, or an olive press, so Muskar and Beir, but they don't, they don't, he doesn't run it, he rents out the bathhouse or the olive press to someone else who has a business, he has a bathhouse business or olive press, and this person pays his rent, let's say, or he has a chilek, we're going to see it matters, but either way, he owns the property, he owns the real estate, meaning the person he's not allowed to have enough from owns the actual base of but he rents it out to someone else who uses it as a business, so what's the halacha, is this person that's not allowed to have enough from the person who owns the bathhouse, is he able to use the bathhouse, do we say he's getting enough from something that that person person owns or do we say that no it's shaykh to the person renting it and the person renting it and using it as a business the person he's going to be paying he he's allowed to have enough from so the halacha is like this if the owner meaning the person he's not allowed to have enough from if he has a chilek he has shares in the actual revach of the bathhouse he gets paid also he has an interest in how well the business does he gets he has a chilek of the business itself then therefore usher then obviously he's going to be getting enough from him and therefore it's going to be usher to use that bathhouse but if he doesn't have any chilek in the bathhouse itself, he doesn't get any any revenue from the bathhouse, then it's going to be mutter, he's going to be allowed to use it because we look at it that he's getting an off from the person running the business who gets all the revenue. Another halacha, someone who says, makes a nether, I am not entering your house. Your house. Or he makes a nether, I'm not going to buy your field. So the halacha is, if this person, 
that he made an ender against, meaning the Balabais, the owner of the house or the owner of the field, if he died, or and now it belongs to someone else, is Yorshim, or he sold it to someone else. Basically, there's new owners, Mutter. So he's allowed to buy that house and he's allowed to buy that field. He's allowed to go into that house. And what's the reason? Because he said, I'm not going into your house. But now it's his house. And, he, and now it's not his house anymore. And therefore, he's allowed to use it. However, if he worded it differently and he said, he makes an ender against this house specifically, not your house, which is Mashma only in his possession, but rather he makes an ender against this house. House, I will not enter this house no matter who owns it, it sounds like. Or I'm not going to buy this field. And the is, even if it transfers ownership, he died or sold it to a different person, it's still going to be Asr. Because again, he made another not against the person, but against this house specifically or this field specifically. And therefore, even if it transfers ownership, it's still the same house and still the same field. And therefore, he's not going to be able to have Hanal from it. Says the Gemara. Going back to the first Machalikas we had in the Mishnah between the Rabbanon and Rabbi Yaakov about the two Shutvin that are not allowed to have enough from each other. Then we saw a case in the Mishnah that only one of them was not allowed to have enough from the other one. But either way, they own a Chatzar together. And we had a small Machalikas between the Rabbanon and Rabbi Yaakov whether the Mudra Ana or both of them are allowed to enter the Chatzar. Do we say Yesh Breira and they are like Rabbi Lazman Yaakov? Or do we say In Breira like the Chachamim and they're not? Says the Gemara, what's the case exactly? Ibailu. They asked in the base of Medrash. Pligi. What's the case exactly? We said they're, uh, they're mudra enough from each other, meaning they're not allowed to have enough from each other. But who made the nether? Was it Ruvain that made the nether against Shimon? You can't have any hana from me. And now Shimon's not allowed to have enough from Ruvain. Or was it Shimon that made the nether? I'm not having any hana from you. Again, did he say, I'm, you're not allowed to have any hana from me, so he made the nether against the other person? Or he made the nether on himself? That's Benidroi on his own nether. That I will not have any hana from you. Now it's going to have a big enough Camino. Let's see. What's the case? Is it a case where they made the nether themselves? Ruvain said, I'm not going to have enough from Shimon. Shimon said, I'm not going to have any hana from Ruvain. And he diru zemai. Okay, so... If the Machlekes in the mission between Rebbe Lezmin and the Chachamim was in a case B'nidrei, where they each made the nether themselves, that they wouldn't have an awe from the other one, then what would they say? What would be the Machlekes Hidiru Ze'ezeh? In the case where they made the nether against the other person. My, what would be the case? Miamrina, do we say B'nidrei, who the Pligi, that the Rabbanon only argue under Rebbe Yaakov when he made the nether against himself, that I will not have an awe from Shimon, so... That is where the Machlekes is. But when they made the nether against each other, their abundant would be would be meaning that they are allowed to enter the because they're considered forced. Again, because if you made the nether against the other person, why should Shimon not be able to enter the Chatzar just because Ruvain made a nether against him? What? So any time a partner wants to scam the other one, he just makes a nether against him that he can't have any at all, and then you lock the partner out of his own Chatzar? He owns it also. So, maybe we'll say that the only Mechlegas in the Mishnah was when they made the nether against themselves. I will not have any enough from the other partner. But maybe in the case where it was where they made the nether against each other, maybe their abundant would be Now why? If their abundant hold in Brera, then still, the guy, tough luck. You shouldn't be able to enter. Because according to this, we would say that their abundant agree that yesh Brera. It's just, we would say that in the case that he made the nether himself, that I won't have any enough from Shimon, so... 
we cannot sin. So he made the nether on himself. You're in a partnership. That's your own fault. That's up to you. You didn't have to make that nether. And you made this nether. So we cannot see when we're not going to allow you to enter the chatzar. But in a case where it wasn't against, it was against his will, meaning the other one made the nether against him that he can't even off from him. So that's a case that the chianusin damu, like the Gemara said, that they're considered forced. And therefore, maybe the Rabbanon would agree to Belazim Yaakov that in this case, where ukme a'ikr de dina, that yesh breira, and he would be able to enter. So that's one way to look at it. Idoma, or maybe we'll say that a filo behavior is as epligi. Then no, maybe the Rabbanon even argue under Belazmin Yaakov in a case where they made the nether against each other, and still the Rabbanon would hold that he's not allowed to enter the chutzer. Now, why this would be again tough luck? Yeah, he locked you out of your own chutzer, but in the end of the day, ain't brera. This would be because the Rabbanon hold me iker hadin ain't brera, so there's no room to be flexible at all. And therefore, even in a case of a dear Zezer, where they made the nether against each other, Pligar Rabbanon, the Rabbanon would still argue and say he's not allowed to enter the Chatzar. So how do we look at it? Which way is it? Would the Rabbanon agree by a case of a dear Zezer, or would they argue with their Rabbanon even in that case? Tashmach, Rebbe, you arrived from the Mishnah. One of the cases in the Mishnah was, we start off with a case where they were both Mudrana from each other, but the second case said, One of them was a Mudrana Mechavera. Now what's the deal over here? It says Mudrana. Mudrana means it was against him. Mudrana means he's the subject of another, meaning his friend made another against him that he won't be able to have any enough from him. But he didn't make it himself. Upligian, we still see that the Rabbanon argue even in that case when the other one made a nether against him. So yeah, tough luck. But in the end of the day, this seems to be that the Rabbanon would say that me'ikra din ain't brera, and therefore tough luck, you can't go into the field. Says the Gemara, it's not a riot because t'ni nodur mechavera hana. And Akhanami, you brought the whole diak from the fact that the mission said mudar hana, which means the nether was made against him. Just read it as nodur he was another meaning he made the nether himself that he can't have any enough from his chaver and therefore it's no raya that the Rabbanan would argue also in the case of it even makes a lot of sense that way also that the case is where they made the nether against themselves and not against each other because that we force the one who's not allowed to have an ah, again, in the case where one of them is not allowed to have an ah from the other, we force the one that's not allowed to have an ah to sell it to the other partner, says the Gemara. Let's understand this. If you're going to tell me, I understand if you're going to tell me that he made the nether himself, that he's not allowed to have an ah from the other partner. That's why we force him. You shouldn't have made this nether. Now we're concerned. We have this shash as we explained in the Mishnah, you might get jealous, you might use it, and therefore, you messed yourself over by making this nether. Now you're going to have to sell it to the other friend. But if you're going to tell me that the other partner made the nether against him, that you can't have enough from me, am I Why are we going to force him to sell his chilek just because the other one made a nether against him? He was, he's an Inus. He didn't make the nether. What? Any time a partner is going to want to scam his partner out of the field and out of the chatzar to sell him the other part, just make a nether against him. Just say, you're not allowed to have enough from me. I right, Now he has to sell you his part. Obviously, it doesn't work like that. You can't just do that. And therefore, that's why it's Hachanami Mistabra. It makes a lot of sense in the Mishnah that it's talking about a case where they made the nether themselves, that I will not have any enough from Shimon. Shimon says, I will not have any enough from Ruben. And that's where the Rabbanan are arguing on Rabbanan because they hold that even though maker than Yesh Breira, really over here, he made the nether himself, so we're going to knas it. But in a Hanami, maybe in a case where they made the nether against each other, that's already not their fault, meaning the other one made the nether against him, so it's not his fault, and so too with the other partner, and therefore, the Rabbanon maybe would agree with Rebbe Lezmin Yaakov that me'ikar adin yesh breira, and therefore, they would be allowed to use the chatzah, respectively, like Rebbe Lezmin Yaakov said. 
Continues the Gemara. Amar Rabba. Rabba says, Amar Rabba, Amar Zi'iri. Rabba says, in the name of Zi'iri, Machlaikas, the whole Machlaikas in our Mishnah, between the Chachamim and Rabbi Lezman Yaakov, whether he's able to use the Chatzar, and we could say, Yesh Bereira is using his own part to figure that out, that's only the whole Machlaikas is Kshayesh Ba Kedei Chaluka. When this field, when this Chatzar, whatever it is, is big enough that you could split it, meaning the chatzar is at least eight amais. So if you want to split it between these two shutfim, each one is going to come out with four amais, and that's kedei chaluka. That's big enough that they could come to bezdin and mitzvah the other one and force him to split the chatzar if they're not interested in, in, in being partners anymore. But if there's, an, there's a minimum shear for that. It has to be at least four amas to each one, meaning the chatzar has to be eight amas, and therefore that's machlekes in the mishnah. That's what Rabbi says in the name of Zairi. The whole machlekes in the mishnah between the chachamim and Rabbi Lazmiyakim is only when they're able to split this field technically. So that's where the chachamim say no. There's not going to be braver in this situation because you don't know in the future when it gets split. You don't know how. You, how do you know that you're using right now the the part that was shaykh to you, we don't say Breira in terms of that, but if the field is not big enough, it's not, it's under eight, eight Amis, meaning there's not enough for it to split down the middle, everyone's going to agree in this case, meaning even the Chachamim are going to agree that Yesh Breira, he's allowed to use the Chatzar, and he's allowed to walk in, and we're going to say Yesh Breira, that he was using his own part, because clearly, this partnership was meant to split by means of time, what does that mean? There's two ways to divide a field, if your partner is, you could either divide the space, or you could divide the time, that I use it a certain amount of time, you use it a certain amount of time, or I use this chilek, this part of it, and you use that half of it. Over here, clearly, we're not, di- we're not dividing it by the space, because there's not enough room to split it down the middle, as we just said, there's not eight amas, and therefore they're not splitting this field by the space. The only way they're splitting it, is by time, and therefore, when it comes to this, the Chachamim would agree that Yesh Breira, that he's using this field right now in his own time. That much we could say, that Yesh Breira is not such a strong barrier, and therefore even the Chachamim are going to agree to Rebbe Yaakov, She'in Chaluka, that this partnership is obviously a partnership based off of usage of the field, meaning usage of the Chatzar, based off of time, you get that time, I get this time, and we could say Yesh Breira to say that when he entered the Chatzar, he wasn't using his friend's time, but rather it was his Chatzar at that point. They're, they will agree. Amalei Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef asked on that, so you're telling me now, that if something is in Bokadei Chaluka, meaning you can't really split it up between the two, then everyone's going to agree that Yesh Breira even the Chacham are going to agree and you can enter the field but but a base Knesset says a shul that a shul is shy to everyone a shul everyone in the town let's say has a little bit of ownership in it and it's something also that's in it's not really able to be split up how are you going to split up a shul you don't split up a shul so it's something that's ain bagadei chaluka. We're going to compare it to the chutzur that has less than eight amas, and still what's not? It says about it shnei masurim that if you have mudra enough from each other, they are not allowed to benefit bedover shalaisa'ir with something shared from that city because the person who he's not allowed to have enough from has a chilek, for example, in that shul, so he can't walk into that shul because he's going to be having enough from that person he's not allowed to have enough from. So clearly, we see that's true even by something that's ain bagadei chaluka. So why are you telling me that the chum are going to be minded by something yesh by something ain bagadei chaluka? We see still. The Mishnah says it's going to be Asr, even though Shul is something that ain't Bokadei Chaluka. So, Alam Rabbi Yosef, Amar Ziri, rather Rabbi Yosef, because of this, explains in the name of Ziri that really Machlekes Machlek is the opposite. Machlekes is She'in Bokadei Chaluka. The whole Machlekes is She'in Bokadei Chaluka. When you're dealing with a Chatra that does not have enough space to split up, it's less than eight Amas. That's where the Machlekes is, where Rabbi Lazar Yaakov is going to say, Yesh Breira, Avol Yesh Bokadei Chaluka. But if it's a Chatra that's big enough to split up, it's more than eight Amas, then Divra Kol Asr. Even Rabbi Lazar Yaakov is going to agree to the Chachamim that in this case, we say Ein Breira. We don't say there's Breira, we don't say Yesh Breira, and we're going to say Ein Breira. 
Because in obviously the svar is going to be like we explained before that in this case we're we're when there's enough space to split up. So we don't say this partnership was formed based off of time usage. We're not going to say that because there's enough to split up, and therefore you don't know any day where one partner is going to force the other one to split the field and divide it down the middle for a totally different ownerships. And therefore, when you're using the chutzna, how do you know you're not going to be using his part in the future? And in terms of this, we're not going to say in brera even we're not going to say even according to Belazim Yaakov. That's the way Rabbi Yisif explains it in the name of. That two partners that are mudra and from each other are allowed to use the chutzner because we say yeshbera again. If you want to understand what exactly case we're talking about, I in the gemara we just did. So Rav Huna says the halacha is like a belazim minyakiv. Rav also says the halacha belazim minyakiv. The halacha is like a belazim minyakiv. Zok the mishnah baiter. The mishnah said hamudra anam mechaber v'yesh leisham merchat. Someone is a mudra and from his friend, and he has a merchat. He owns a bathhouse in the city, but he rents out the bathhouse to someone who manages it as a business. So he owns the real estate. Now he rents it out to Shimon who uses it as a business, charges you to come into his bathhouse. So the Mishnah said that if he has but in Yad, if he has a chilek of the business, meaning if the bathhouse is doing very well as a business, then he makes more money, he gets a chilek of the revenue of the profits. So in that case, he's not allowed to have enough from it because the person he's not allowed to have enough from is considered like he owns part of this thing he's getting enough from. So therefore he's not going to be able to come out. But if he doesn't have tfisas yad, if he doesn't have a chilek of the revenue, then it's not, even though he owns the real estate, it's going to be fine because... Once he rented it out to the guy managing the business, it's not really considered his anymore. And even though he technically owns the real estate, the only one he's benefiting by going, again, he's getting a set price, he's paying rent. Actually, we're going to see that in the Mishnah, in the Gemara, exactly what that means. But the person, he's not allowed to have enough from, he's not getting his rental income, but he doesn't care if this guy gets more or less business because he's not getting any of that revenue. He's just getting the rental income, or maybe he's getting only a tiny bit of the revenue. We're going to see two Pshatim in the Gemara. But Mikamakim, it's not considered like he's having it on. Therefore, if he doesn't have Tfisa Siyad, he's going to be allowed to go in. Says the Gemara, How much is considered Tfisa Siyad? How much of a partner does he have to be in the business for him? to be considered like he, he he's really one of the owners that this person would not be able to go in because he's not let have enough from him. Nachman says a half, a third, or even a fourth. Meaning even if he has only 25% ownership of this business, of the revenue, that's still going to be considered enough for him to not be able to go in because he can't have enough from him. A little bit but, here, but if the person that he's not let have enough from doesn't have at least that much, if he has less than 25% of the revenue, if he gets less than 25%, like, then we don't consider him an owner enough, even though he gets a little bit, he gets less than 25%, it's not going to be considered enough for him to ask for that person to come in because he's not allowed to have enough from him. Um, um, Abai um, said, no, even, even less than 25% of the revenue, it's still going to be us. And then the day, he owns part of this business, this guy's coming in, he's getting 25% of the of the mikvah payment this guy just paid. So obviously he's getting enough from him, Abai says. So even less than that, it's still going to be awesome for this person to come in. And what's the case where it's going to be mutter for him to use this bathhouse? What was the mission talking about in Batisasyad, where he doesn't have a Tisasyad? That's talking about the Makaba Bataska, where he gets, like we explained, rental income. He gets rental income. The guy that manages that his business rents out this bathhouse or this base abad, the olive press, from him. And He's just getting his rental check every month. It doesn't matter how many customers come and how if, if it's successful or it's not. He's getting his same rental income every month. He's getting his rental check from the from the tenant. The tenant is running the business over there. And therefore, the only, the only one he's benefiting when he's using the base of Merchats and Echanami, you're right. The real estate is owned by a person you're not allowed to have enough from. But still, the only one you're benefiting when you go to that bathhouse is the tenant who runs the business because you're paying him. You're giving him more business. And either way, he's giving the same rental check to the person you're not allowed to have enough from. So you are not benefiting him. And that's why Abayah says, even... 
a little bit, even if he has a tiny chilek of the revenue, it's still going to be Aser, because at the end of the day, he's still a part of the business. But if he gets no chilek of the revenue, and the only thing he gets is rental income, then in that oifin, it's going to be Mutter.